0: Has an introductory sentence, "Nidvos Piratena Hashem, deini The uh, offerings of my mouth, accept, pray, O God, and teach me your statutes. Since we're talking here about the laws of words and speech, Shishi is Sefer and the sixth book is known as the Sefer of Hafla, That is referring to things that are pronounced, that are said. The Chosov Arba Vezeh Sidurim. There are four halachas, and this is their order: Hachashvuas, <laughs> the laws of of uh, oaths; Hachidurim, <laughs> the laws of vows; Hachazirus, <laughs> the laws of the nazir; Hacharachim <laughs> v'Cheramim, the laws of the erach or the cherem. These are certain pledges uh, that are given to Hashem, as we shall say. The first halachas, Hachashvuas, is v'chlam chamish mitzvot. Included here are five mitzvot: <laughs> one positive commandment and four negative ones. Rzev uh, Protan. These are the a listing of the five. Not to swear falsely in the name of Hashem. Not to swear in vain in the name of Hashem. Not to deny uh, an object that was entrusted to your safekeeping. Not to swear falsely on a denial of money. And uh, finally, the fifth one, a positive commandment. To swear in truth with the name of Hashem. The explanation of these mitzvahs are in the following chapters. There are four types of oaths: the oath, literally the oath of expression, which will be explained; the false the uh, oath that is in vain or false; the oath over an entrusted object; and the oath over testimony. Now the Rambam explains. First, the Shavuaz Bitoi, literally the oath of expression. The Torah says, If a person swears and expresses with his lips to do something bad or to do something good. Now, this type of the Bitoi can be divided into four types. Two of them are referring to the future. And two of them are referring to the past. For example, nasa. He swears of some, if something was done or was not done in the past. Those are the two. And as far as the future, he swears that he will do something or that he will not do something. The whole notion of only applies to things that it's possible for him to do, whether in the past or in the future. How so for the past? Let's say he swears that he ate, or that he threw a stone into the sea. Or he swears that so-and-so spoke to so-and-so. Or the negative. He swears that I didn't eat, or I didn't throw the stone to the sea, or so-and-so did not speak with so-and-so. How do you have the same possible type of oaths for the future? He swears to eat or not to eat, to throw or not to throw a stone into the sea. So that's an example of two for the future and uh, for the past and two for the future. If he swore one of these four kind of categories and did the opposite. For example, he swore not to eat and he did eat. Or he swore to eat but he did not. Or he swore that he did eat, but he didn't. Or he swore that he did not eat, and he did. That's a false oath. concerning this and the like, the Torah says, do not swear my name falsely. If he swears uh, knowing the prohibition falsely, he gets flogged. If it's inadvertently, that is to say he didn't realize the prohibition, Maybe carbon olive yareid, he has to bring a sacrifice known as a carbon olave yareid, a carbon that uh, has a certain scale uh, uh, that, depending on how much you can afford, you bring different sacrifices. It says, that was concealed from him, uh, and, and uh, then he knew, and he was guilty. At any rate, that's the sacrifice that has to be brought for Shua Machlokos. There are four kinds of Oaths that are oaths in vain. The first is that he swore about some known thing that it isn't so. Okay, it's for example, if he swore that a man was a woman or a woman was a man, or a pillar of marble was gold and the like. Hey, the second kind of He swore about something that's obvious to everyone that it is self. So. He swore that the heavens were the heavens. Or on this stone that it's a stone. On two that it's two. Anything that's totally superfluous. No normal person has any doubt in such a thing. That it has to be um, validated by an oath. Shlisha is the third kind of false oath or oath in vain rather. If he swore not to do a mitzvah, okay, said how so. Because he swore not to put on tzitzis, not to wear put on tzitzis. not to sit in the sukkah on the festival of sukkah, or that he wouldn't eat matzah on the night of Pesach. Oh, he would fast on Shabbos and Yom and the same would be uh, in any similar case. Okay, uh, Zion. Raviv is the fourth type of shvor shav. He swore about something that's impossible for him to do. He swore not to sleep for three days, day and night, without interruption. He swore not to taste anything for seven seven days straight. He didn't kids. would the same with anything similar. Now, what is the status of a shvor shav? Anyone who uh, swears a Oath uh, in vain. If any of these four things transgresses a negative commandment. As it says, do not swear in vain in the name of God. Okay, if he did it purposely, he gets flogged. However, if it's done without knowledge of the prohibition, uh, then he is free of anything. There is no sacrifice for Shavu Just for Shavu Ches, now the third type of Shavu. Ketzad. How is the uh, oath of an Entrusted Object. If a person has the money of his friend, whether it's an object entrusted to his safekeeping or a loan, or that he stole from him or denied him his wages, or he found a lost object and did not return it in the ba. And the person whose money it was, asked that he give it to him, and he denied it. He transgresses a negative commandment. It says, Do not deny, do not lie. And this is the prohibition of denying money. However, you do not get flogged for this prohibition, since this entails no action. However, If he swore falsely concerning this this money that he denied, then he transgresses another prohibition of well, the Neymar concerning this, it says No man shall lie in his fellow. Uh, this is the special prohibition for one who swears falsely on a denial of money. This oath is known as the shvo of the Pekodon, of, of the entrusted object. What is the obligation or liability for the shvo of the in which he lied? She pays the principal of which he denied, plus an additional one-fifth. And he brings a sacrifice known as a definite guilt offering. This applies whether it was a purposeful, false oath, or an inadvertent one. It says, It says, if he uh, denies in his friend, in the pikadon, uh, the object entrusted to him, or the money that was placed in his hands, or in stealing, and if he sins and is guilty. It doesn't say that he forgot. Because this makes a purposeful violator liable to bring the sacrifice, just like an inadvertent one, which is unusual. Most sacrifices are done for inadvertent violations. And here's an exception, even for a, um, n- a knowing violation. This applies only if he knew about the entrusted object of the money that he's liable, when he swore, he knew about it, and he didn't know that this was prohibited. If he made a mistake and he he forgot that he had money, and he denied it and swore, and then knew, that's considered an accident and he's not liable uh, for anything. If he didn't know that you're not allowed to swear falsely for a denial of money, that's also considered an accident, and you're not liable. If so, what is the inadvertent uh, uh, oath of the Let's say he didn't know that whether it was a obligation of a sacrifice or not. He knew that it's prohibited, and he has money. So that's his mistake. It was done on uh, purpose. Mean, on purpose means she had a that he even knew that you're liable to a sacrifice for this. What is the, uh, fourth category of Shvuah, the oath of the witnesses? Witnesses who knew something about money, and the owner of the money uh, asked that they testify for him. They denied their testimony. They did not testify. They swore that they didn't have any knowledge to testify. So in Ukraine, Shvuah, this is known as the oath of the testimony. You're liable to this sacrifice, to this uh, for this oath, a sacrifice that has a scale uh, for rich a greater sacrifice for the poor or lesser. This is also true whether they did it purposely or inadvertently. If a uh, individual sins and he hears a, um, a voice making him swear and he is a witness, etc. And it doesn't say there, vanelam that he forgot. Because he's liable for purpose, uh, purposeful as well as um, accidental violation. What is considered a mistake of That he forgot that you're liable to a sacrifice, although he knew that this oath was prohibited and that it is false. was done and doing it on purpose. He even knew that you're liable to a sacrifice. Avam if he didn't know it was prohibited altogether, or he forgot the testimony and swore falsely without realizing that it was false. Afterwards they knew that they um, do not they figured out that they do know the testimony and swore falsely. And this is considered an accident. Upturinaf a and they are not liable even to bring a sacrifice.